Hey, 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 welcome back. This is I Am Broken, formerly known as Broken, Strength Under Control. I'm your host, Robin, and I want to thank you for joining me. Before I get started, let me just have a word of prayer. Gracious and Heavenly Father, I come before you. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, Father God. Thank you for all that you are, Father God. Thank you for all that you have called me to be. Now, Lord, if there be anything in me that's not like you, whether it's been in my word, my deed, my actions, and or my thoughts, I come before your throne of grace and I ask for forgiveness. Believing in faith where I'm faithless, you are still yet faithful to purify and cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. And for that, I just say thank you. So even as you extend grace and mercy, Father God, unmerited favor to me, Father God, I will do the same for someone else, including myself. Now, Lord, I just pray over the minds of your people today, Father God, those that are struggling and dealing with mental health issues, Father God. I cover their minds with the blood of your son, Father God. And I thank you today, Father God, that you clothe them in a sound mind, Father God, and they are healed and delivered, Father God, under the sound of my voice. And I just thank you. I thank you for everything that you are. I thank you for your son. I thank you for his blood. I thank you for your spirit. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your kingdom and your glory. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. All right. I hope you all have had a great week since the last time we met up. Thank you again for taking the time out to just sit with me for a moment and just listen to what um, I'm going to be talking about. And so, you know, it's been a rough week for me, actually. And today, matter of fact, the last couple days have just been very trying days, especially with work. Um, when you're short staffed and you know, you're good at what you do, of course they require much of you. I mean, again, to much is whom is given much is required, but when you know something and you do it extremely well, it just seems like they want even all the more from you and they continue to just take and take and take to you're literally drained And that's what I've been like probably for the last week. Um, Also, I have been on a very strict diet, um, which has should be, I should be more energized, but I actually am not. Um, And, but it's, you know, it's coming along. I'm coming down, which is the positive in all of this. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, So I'm very grateful. Um, So let's just jump right into it. Um, Tonight's topic, the silent treatment. What do you do when God is silent? You know, usually when I do a podcast, right after I'm done, God will give me the next topic. And sometimes he will give it to me till like right before I began to prepare for the following week. And so when I thought about this, I just could apply this in so many aspects of my own life and experience. And so I thought it was interesting because, you know, a lot of times, even when we don't think that God is listening, he's always listening. He always hears us. The problem is, do you sit long enough to hear him yeah I'm gonna leave that one right there um 
And it's just a matter of a lot of times we have to just shut down and tune out and turn off the TV, turn, you know, silence your cell phone, you know, give social media a break, you know, and just sit in silence a lot of times because it is golden depending on what capacity you're using it in. Sometimes silence is not good, especially when you're in a relationship or a marriage or whatever situation, whatever it's complicated, whatever you're in silence sometimes cannot be good in those types of situations. So of course, you know, I had to Google some back stuff all before I go into, you know, my other stuff, but silence just means absence of sound or noise. So now when you think about turning your back on some things, you ignore by turning away, letting go of some things and people. Sometimes it don't be things that be our issue or our challenge. Sometimes it's just the mere folk that you have around you. Your environment can be terrible that you need to just change it. And so a lot of times, you know, have you, and I think the thing that I thought about when I thought about this topic was standing in a corner with your face turned to the corner. Just follow me, you know, humor me for just a minute. When you think about it, you're standing in that corner and you literally don't know what's going on behind you and you can't hear nothing because ain't nobody talking, you know, and, and it's, Seems to be a tactic that most parents use for children who are misbehaving. But sometimes maybe you need to put yourself in a corner and turn your back on some things, which requires you to have a conversation with the Lord by prayer, you know, worship. It could be music, whatever it is, you know, just give him his time and And so being silent allows us to channel our energies. It gives us the clarity we need to calmly face challenges and uncertainty. And so a lot of times, you know, sometimes, you know, folks don't like to sit in quietness. A lot of times when, especially like when I get off from work, because I'm on the phones all day or somebody that got on my nerves all day. Last thing I'm thinking about is being on the phone talking to anybody. Sometimes I just don't want to talk. Um, and I, and I do, and I be in silence and I just, I sit to myself. Um, a lot of times I am, I stay to myself a lot. Um, and so again, sometimes you just need that silence so that you can get a grip on your, your thoughts and, you know, um, and get whatever you're facing, think about it, you know, offers opportunity for self-reflection and daydreaming, which activates multiple parts of the brain. So being in silence is good for the brain. Now, I don't know if any of y'all are like me, but my brain never shuts down. It's literally hard to even rest at night because it's always going always I'm always thinking um 
not about what I have to do, but just thinking in general. So my brain is always going, but silence can mean many things. It can express lots of different emotions ranging from joy to happiness, to grief, embarrassment, to anger, denial, fear, withdrawal of acceptance or love. See, that goes back to depending on what situation that you're in can determine how good or not good silence can be. If you really just think about it. Um, Have you ever just had moments where you was, you was happy and then in an instant you got sad or you became fearful about something or you became angry I don't know if y'all are going to be transparent, but I'm going to be transparent. That happens to me all the time. There are some days where I'm good. I'm I'm coasting through the day. I'm cruising along. You know, not everything has been great, but just cruising. And then, bam, my next couple of days might just be horrible. And I don't even think about the good days. Because whatever's going on in front of me, you know, on the bad days, that's where my attention seemed to be at, which is not good. The power of silence can give us a gentle nudge to let us know if something doesn't feel right by putting us in touch with our body and our emotions. Y'all, that's a true thing right there. A lot of times, you know, have you ever just said, Something told me. And when I think about that, I think about that is the Holy Spirit letting me know. Nope. Don't go that way. Yep. You need to do this. It's in that silence, though, that I'm able to hear that. Um, And then how many times have you had an instance where you're like, something told me not to, but you still did. And then it was just chaos and crazy. Yes. The value of silence allows us to notice things that we overlook. Now, for instance, how many times have you been in such a hurry that you've missed different things? How many times, I'm going to use this example, prime example, not to say that my sister was in a hurry this morning, but she was looking for her house keys. She knew where she put them. And of course she was on her way out the door to head to work and she was fumbling, couldn't find. And she asked me, she said, well, if you get some, get a minute, can you come lock the door? Well, before I could get up to go lock the door, I hear her key locking the door it's just a matter of just taking a moment a lot of times we are in such a rush we are busy moving doing being whatever that we tend to overlook many different things that we may not have missed if we had just taken a moment took some time in silence reflected you know just whatever the case might have been you know um If we've just taken a moment, literally, but you know, now it takes me to this point. What do you do when God is silent? 
Because a lot of times he's talking in that silence. But we be so busy moving. It's like trying to hit a moving target. You can't. You got to wait till the target is still before you take aim. And that's probably how he feels like about us most of the time. We're so busy moving, doing, going, being, helping. And he's like, okay, I got something to tell you, but, you know, you can't sit still long enough to to catch whatever he's trying to share with you. And that's when you miss out on so many different things. I know that I'm guilty of doing that as well. And truthfully speaking, a lot of times there's no good reason for that at all. So the first thing to do when God seems silent is examine your life. Doors left open when God told you to close them. Putting things or people before God. Repent. Turn from that. Let that go. A lot of times when you leave a door open, you leave room for the enemy to come in and start doing, playing, sending, attacking, throwing things, your thoughts, all kinds of different things happen. So we have to sit back and examine our life. Look at where we are and why we're where we are. And a lot of times we don't want to do something because we think we know better. And truthfully speaking, we really don't. He knows what's best for us. Second thing, accept God's authority. Recognize that God can be silent. There's no obligation for God to inform you, answer you, or let you know anything. God does not release his control. Trust. Which brings me to the story of Job. You know, the devil had to go ask for permission. There was a hedge of protection around him. And even though his wife, his friends, you know, told him to curse God, just his wife told him just curse the God. And, and I, don't, I don't really want to misquote, but told him to curse God. And it, but Job stood fast to his faith. Regardless to what the enemy tried to throw at him. His trust was in the Lord. And a lot of times it should, no matter what the enemy tries to throw at you, your trust should remain in God. Now just think about it. Would Job have made the Bible? Well, he probably would have been in the Bible, but maybe not for his total reliance upon the Lord and his trust in God. But maybe for something else, because, you know, we got good and bad examples of things that we should do and should not do, basically, in God's word. But total trust. Believing that he does not release his control. And he really isn't obligated to do anything for us, but because of who he is and who we are to him through his by his way of his son. That's why he does what he does because of the love that he has for us. Number three, listen to what God is saying. 
God may be silent regarding a specific request or petition. Remember, he is in constant state of communication with us. His word. Sometimes we already have the answers. Think about that. His word. Do you ever just go to his word when you need an answer? Because everything we need is right there in his word. Because that's who he is. And it is the simplest of things. I think a lot of times we tend to complicate who he is and what he has said. When it is just as simple as black or white. (laughs) No gray areas. Nothing in between. But just that simple. Okay, moving on. Recognize that silence can be intimate. Silence can also be a sign of God's trust in you. Now, this brings me to the story of Mary and Martha when Lazarus was sick and died. And you know, Jesus didn't neglect them. They felt like he had. But there was a level of trust he had in them. And they both was just like, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. He said, if only you will believe. He will rise again. And so. A lot of times God wants to see what we're going to do. Yeah, I'm going to let that sit because a lot of times we just waiting on. Poof, something to appear magically, something to just fall and drop out of the sky. But a lot of times we have we've gotten what we needed. And it be right there in front of us. And yet we don't take an opportunity to sit long enough to catch it. A pastor that I used to um, be a part of his church, he used to say, you miss more than you catch. And I would just be looking at him like, what is he saying? But it makes sense. It makes sense. A lot of times we just be moving too fast and we miss so many different things. And we looking for an answer, but he already sent it. He sent it a long time ago. The reason why you didn't catch it was because you was too busy moving. Again, can't hit a moving target. And a lot of times we be on the go. We doing our whatever. And God be trying to get our attention and we just don't even adhere to the signs of when he is. A lot of times he has to literally shut us down in order for us to give him our attention so we can get what he has for us. Okay. Mirrors many emotions when we feel God does not immediately answer our cries for help. So when you are completely comfortable with a person, it is possible to sit in a room together and not utter a word. In love, silence can be a sign of intimacy. Again, again, when he trusts you and you trust him, you can sit in silence and not be fretful or fearful of what the next move needs to be or is going to be because you already know who's in control. 
you already know what he told you to do. You have your instructions. And so sometimes he ain't got to say nothing. And it's no different when you're around family members or loved ones or someone you're in relationship with or if you're married. A lot of times you could be sitting in the same room and not have any conversation. Does that mean that something is wrong? No, not all the time. It's because there's a level of comfortability and trust there that you don't have to always be in conversation or in communication with the other person. Number five, keep talking to God. That's your prayer. Just because God seems silent doesn't mean you should doubt him or stop praying. God's silence isn't a license for us to turn our backs on him. Instead, it's an invitation to press forward and seek him even more diligently. Prayer. I am a believer of prayer. I believe in the power of prayer. Prayer changes things, whether you think it does or not. And truthfully speaking, a lot of times we don't use our weapon enough. And that's prayer. That's our communication with him. Why? Because he quiet or you haven't got a yes to something that you put before him or whatever the case might be. And you're still waiting but you think you can go ahead and fix the situation yourself. So then you wind up making more of a mess and then you have to wind up back at square one anyway. So it's just best that you keep talking. He doesn't never, he never gets tired of hearing from us. He never gets tired of hearing from us. He loves when we communicate with him. And I'm just so grateful and thankful for my relationship with him. It's in a better place you know, a lot of times I used to remember sitting and thinking, man, if I could just go back to when it was this time in my life. For that season, it worked. But now I'm in a different season. You know, the deeper you go, the higher up in him you go. The greater the warfare, the greater the you know, all kind of opposition and different things that you might encounter. Prayer is a weapon, it's a tool, it's a resource, and we should never stop using that. If we do nothing else, we should never stop using our voice to communicate with him. Number six, don't ignore the silence. Staying very close to God, some of your greatest blessings will come after a period of silence. Spiritual dryness. Remember, I think it was last week I said, there are so many different things that happen in the valley. It really is true. When you're in the desert, when you feel like you're all alone, when you feel like nobody understands what you're going through, you're on the brink of your greatest blessing. And you don't want to miss out on that because you have distance yourself from him I know for me a lot of times it used to be when I knew that I was I had sin in my life a lot of it well I still do we sin daily but we supposed to repent for our sins daily um 
but when I wasn't doing the right things, I knew was wrong. Being close to God was the last place I was trying to be. Why? Because I was embarrassed. I was ashamed that I allowed myself to get in that type of predicament or that space. And truthfully speaking, that's when I should have been even more closer to him. Real talk. So usually when it seems like we're doing the worst of things and he's going to be disappointed in us, that's where repentance and forgiveness comes in at. And if you ask him, if you confess and ask him, he will forgive you. That's the thing that I love most about the Lord is that we can ask for forgiveness. We could come before his throne of grace and repent and he's going to forgive us. He's not going to throw us away like people will throw us away, but he's not going to do us that way. Number seven, go back to what you know. Get back to the basics of faith that's of the faith that saved you the promises of God remember he is always in control that's total obedience and a lot of times we need to have childlike faith think about when you first got saved how excited you was how on fire for God you was think about it it makes sense a lot of times when you are in a place where you just don't know which way to go. Sometimes it requires the, the faith, the size of a mustard seed. That's very tiny. And if you call upon him, he will answer. And so again, get back to the basics. The thing, remember the thing that caused you to fall in love with God in the first place. Trust me, it's no other feeling that could even remotely compare to that. When you've been intimate with the Lord, it is unbelievable. It's indescribable. And I can't imagine my life without him. Anyway, number eight, make a decision. Choose a side. You can't serve God and the world. God didn't move, but if you have got if you have, get back to the right side. Again, goes back to what I said. And the Bible speaks of that. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. You cannot serve God and man. Meaning you're going to like one and hate the other. You can't be lukewarm. You can't be straddling the fence. Y'all, I don't know how many times I had one foot in the church when it was convenient and one foot outside the church. And heaven forbid you offended me. Then I was all the way out. I was going to be gone for a minute. It's a, because again, when you know certain things and that's a tug of war going on with your flesh and your spirit, man, if you ain't careful, your flesh is always going to win. The good thing about God is, is he gives us a choice. That's why he said, make a decision. You get to choose. Why? Because he's a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is not going to force anything upon you. God is not going to force anything upon you. And to be truthful with you, I'd rather be on, I'd rather take my chances being on his side than the other side any day. Number nine, 
Trust more, not less. Times of silence may be filled with fear. These times require more faith. Trust the process. That was almost the title of my message today. Trust the process. A lot of times it's baby steps. And, you know, I had to learn not to be worried or thinking about tomorrow or days from now. I had to learn how to ask God to give me wisdom for what I needed for the day. And y'all, when I tell you that just took a weight up off my shoulder, it took a weight up off my shoulder. So now I deal with today and today because nobody's guaranteed or promised tomorrow. So I can't even think about that. I just think about what's going on today, right now, right in front of me, and how do I process it and handle it and get past it and keep on moving on to the next thing because a lot of times we can get hemmed up and you get stuck and y'all if you've ever been stuck is the worst thing ever because when I tell you it's so hard to get unstuck or come out of wherever that place is that you are it's difficult difficult number 10 watch closely God uses his word people circumstances to reveal his plans to you discernment holy spirit holy spirit will lead and guide us into all truth but you have also have to have the ability to have discernment the only way you get that you have got to be in tune spending more time with him in his word praying communicating with him that's how that grows. And I used to think that I had it and I was hearing correctly. And it wasn't until I got in something that I had no business being in, in that moment that I realized I didn't hear clearly. Why? Because my connection to my source was lacking. There was some distance. There was a disconnect in there. Was lacking. So again, it was difficult to maneuver through certain situations and circumstances that I was facing because of the disconnect. But the good thing is, is that he didn't let me stay there. He didn't leave me there. And his word, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And I'm just so grateful and thankful because people will forsake you. They will leave you and everything else. But God will never do that. Number 11, get ready to receive. Eventually, the silence of God will break. Breakthroughs for you. Be prepared to receive. Instead of moping or being down, you will miss the good, not because of your circumstances, but because of your faith. Clothe yourself in joy. Change your surroundings and scenery. Change your environment. Again, breakthroughs. How do you get there? By doing all the things that I spoke of prior to this one. And instead of being sad or down about what was or what wasn't, a lot of times when we are so focused on the negative, we we don't even see the good. We miss the good and we miss an opportunity to see his hand 
in the situation and the circumstance. Why? Because we so focused and dwelling on the bad part, the negative part. Again, it's easier said than done when you add, when you say to someone, you know, you need to be joyful in that season where it just seems like you're stagnant or nothing is happening or things are just, just don't seem like they're going right for you. Be excited because you're coming out of it. No storm lasts always. It has an ending. But you determine how you go through it. So if you dwell on the negative, you're going to stay in that storm a little bit longer than what God may have intended for you to stay. Why? Because of your perception about it, your attitude about it, you know, just your whole aura about yourself, about the situation. And a lot of times, as I stated before, it requires you to change your surroundings. Find better people to hang with. If they're not, if the people you're hanging with is not positive, get you some positive folks to be around. Someone that's going to hold you accountable and not let you stay in a place where you're stuck or you feeling some type of way. Get you some, change the scenery. Sometimes it's good to just step out of the environment for a little bit. Then you can assess, again, being in silence. Reflection, self-reflection, allowing you to reflect on certain aspects. Where did you miss it at? It's an opportunity for you to do that. And if I wanted to leave you with something, remember this. He's watching and working. Again, I'm going to say that again. Remember, he's watching and working. So if you know that he's watching and he's working, you have a part that you are responsible for as well so the silent treatment have so many different angles but your perception about it determines the direction you go in again thank you for joining me I hope that you got something out of this Um, this has become my happy space I love doing this podcast. I love the platform that God has given me. And I'm just so grateful and thankful for everyone that tunes in, everyone that downloads and go back and listen. Um, Grateful, thankful for each and every person. And the podcast, you know, it's growing. Um, I will be so happy when life slows down for me so that I can really pour more into this podcast. I just feel like that this is just one of the many gifts that God has given me. And I'm just going to use it to keep sharing whatever he places on my heart. And I'm just grateful and thankful that you tune in to listen. But before I go, um, I want to talk a little bit about More Than My Pretty Face. That's my sister's nonprofit organization. We have a etiquette tea, mother-daughter tea coming up at the end of this month for our youth girls. And we are so excited, y'all. When I tell you to just see how these young ladies have evolved from when they first started coming and participating in the program to where they are now, absolutely 
amazing to just be a witness to watch them grow. So if you want to know more about what the organization is doing, if you want to donate, um, of course, we are taking donations. So if you know someone who's interested in volunteering, excuse me, or being a part of what we're doing, go to the website morethanmyprettyface.org. And again, all the information will be up there. Um, opportunity for you to give. Any money that is received goes back into the organization for these girls because their lives matter. And we are thankful for those who continue to just be supportive, whether they support with their time, whether they support with in-kind donations, you know, whether they support with volunteering, um, just whatever it is that they offer. The organization has just continued to help it grow. Um, and we are just so grateful and so thankful for everyone who shows up Um Again, my friend has an organization, Empower Him, for men who are interested in becoming business owners who may have not had good luck. They, they've been to jail, prison, served some time. You know, that number never leaves. It's always a part of your life once you enter into the system. Well, she has an organization that allows those that are interested to join her organization. And so you can go to empowerhim.org, find out about how to volunteer, how to donate, um, how to, to see the vision of the visionary, what God has given to her for um, the organization. And just, you know, just an opportunity. If you know someone, share it, pass the information along. I cannot stress that enough. A lot of times we don't like to share information you know somebody who could use it share it even if it's not for you I used to always tell my kids eat the meat spit out the bone but don't throw them bones away because you might have to go pull from that again for something else for a different time in your life so share the information my book is out for those of you that don't know I am a self-published author broken to be or not to be that is the question it's on amazon you can buy it via kindle you can buy a hardback copy um and you can look it up my name robin griggs it's an awesome book just very grateful and thankful it's the second edition of my very first book um it's small but it's powerful and it will bless your life if you know someone who needs a word of encouragement, that is the thing that you could get. And a lot of times we think we need to say things, but sometimes you need to just give them something that they can read that will encourage them. Because you just never know what season um, a person is in their life, you know. And so, again, I'm thankful and grateful. But before I go, let me close out with a word of prayer. God, I just want to say thank you for this time. I thank you for allowing me to just be a vessel and a tool. I pray that the ears that hear this word will receive and not just be hearers, but also be doers of the word, Father God. I thank you again for your presence, your throne, your kingdom. I thank you for your son, your spirit and his blood. I thank you for the angels being encamped about any and everyone who will listen, who has listened, will all 
will be continue to listen. I just ask that you touch their life and their situation, their finances, whatever they stand in need of right now, whether it's mental health, Father God, whether it's illness, whatever it is, whatever they stand in need of, I touch and agree with them right now in the spirit, in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Again, I'm your host, Robin, and thank you for joining me. You can find this podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple, Google, Spotify, of course, Podbean. And when I have an opportunity, it will be on Amazon because I got this email from them saying that they heard about my podcast. So I'm excited about sharing that information. But again, share. If you don't follow me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram, broken underscore zero one 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 two one. Thank you for joining me. You guys have a blessed rest of the week. And until next time, stay safe. Know that I love you and I'm praying for you. Thank you.